0: Carl I was uh, I was talking to my buddy and he listened to a couple of the podcasts and he was like Carl sounds pretty drunk on the ah. on the episodes and I was like no he's definitely not drunk I've seen him drunk before there's no way he's drunk on the- That's just how I sound Yeah that's yeah. what I said yeah. I said exactly what I said I said he t- he's he talks like he he's a drunk talker Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah that's
1: yeah. I asked my mom I said did Carl sound drunk in that episode On one, like a while back. And she said, Carl sounded drunk when he was 10. In
2: 1215, the Magna Carta was signed and eventually gave rise to Western democracy. This cause and effect eventually established a new nation. Which eventually gave rise to a little known podcast in a little known shed by a lake known as Mastodoc. And that, my friends, is the rest of the story. Uh, you forgot the part about how it's freaking freezing in here, oh, <laughs> I'm Mad Carl. Oh, I'm Norma
1: Landry. I'm producer Chris. And welcome.
2: Oh, crack a beer! Crack a beer, uh, Andy. You're a beer. fucking bastard
0: all right <laughs> everyone Perfect. everyone hold on
2: oh that was a freaking dud yeah, of a, a terrible, crack sorry yeah wasn't prepared what a disaster oh man i totally uh i gotta practice these i write them down but then i <laughs> i think it's better you don't practice oh uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Part of, yeah part of the charm of the podcast so andy andy was saying that um uh, it's cold. It's cold in here. Uh, we're in the shed, and this where yeah, it gets cold. It's like eighteen degrees outside. I and I the got the shed's not that much warmer. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I was like, well, I was in here editing the other day, and and uh, I had normal shoes and, and normal socks, and like I was warm because I had a winter jacket, but then the the uh, the the floor sucked all the heat out of my whole body, like a. Yeah, and then, um, so this time I got, I got a uh, freaking, uh, wool socks and I'm like, Andy, you better, I gave Andy yeah, some Yeah, Carl took up. the socks off his own feet and gave them to me. And you put, put, put them on? on? No, yeah,
0: No, <laughs> he, he just gave me a, I don't, I mean, I don't know where the, the history of these socks he gave me before he gave them to me, but. Do, do they smell like Fritos? Um,
2: I didn't check. <laughs> anyway, uh. God, we've really gone off track, and I've made notes. Uh, Yeah, well, well, you know,
0: Carl, this is a. It's okay if we go off because this is a podcast without a. We don't have a guest tonight.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, So, what am I? Chop
0: steak? Who the hell is this? I know. Is that? Is that Mickey Dolenz? (laughs) It's me, Mickey Dolenz! You know, I didn't know how to play the drums when I uh, got cast in The Monkees, but I learned on, uh, you know, in between takes, and then eventually we even toured and I played and sang.
2: I'm very talented. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's uh, pretty impressive, Phil. You just played the piano and the drums. Phil, it's Mickey Dolenz. Yeah. All oh right. no, it's Phil. Wait, you
0: don't believe that I'm <laughs> Nikki Dolans? So Hey, I'm a believer. So Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, that's
0: where's, good, the, where's the rim shot? Yeah. I, oh,
1: I don't believe I don't believe he is because Carl's never gonna be able to keep
0: straight. <laughs> there we
1: go. Carl can't keep straight who he's supposed to be, <laughs> how he you pronounce the name. So the
0: whole time, right? <laughs> it's so you've got me, it's actually your brother Phil. Oh, it's Phil
2: Rasino standing right behind you <laughs> right <laughs> so um, I was gonna call this well Chris wanted us to get back to basics he's been' he's been like we've got to get back to basics and <laughs> quit having these he's like quit having these interesting guests we're more interesting than the guests right or something like that so, well, um, no I
1: know I mean a lot of it is kind of in reaction to if we're having trouble lining up a guest i'm like well we're interesting enough let's just do it right that that's a lot of it and then right. um and then yeah you know i mean i think people have repeatedly mentioned the pit story is good and then i was just thinking that you know we've all um had our our share of interesting weird jobs and that might be you know, we could talk about that. And there's a whole podcast right
2: there. Oh, that might be two podcasts. because I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Crazy freaking jobs to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but this this is going to be like a mishmash of everything. And we can work our, like a job story in like or a bunch of job stories into both of these because we do two in a row. Uh, so I was thinking of calling this the uh, the what I call what, the Mac, the Mac. Cast because uh like this type of cast like because we could have guests guests podcasts <laughs> then we can have mac podcasts mad oh, uh guess what it uh, stands for uh i mean i already know so someone okay. else
0: should guess somebody else guess <laughs> um okay i'm gonna guess it's um uh marvin's what is it what is what's the uh mac yeah,
2: yeah. marvin's Acronym cabinet. Uh, that's pretty good. Thank you. I guess it's better than Marvin's anal cavity. <laughs> Which is what it actually stands for. <laughs> no, no, no. Why. no. Well, that's why he calls it his acronym cabinet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, no, no, it's supposed to be. Oh, Chris, you take a guess. Or uh, anybody want to take a serious guess? Or I, I I'll take it like Mad Carl,
1: Andy, Chris. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, okay, I, I so. was actually wondering if it was that simple when I started yeah. to say it, but yeah, I guess it is. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> There should have been no doubt. <laughs> I was going to be Carl Andy Chris Cac, <laughs> <laughs> I not go with that, Carl. Uh, I'm like, no, This no. is like the beginning of your
0: podcast mm. effort, Empire car. Shouldn't it be <laughs> M-C-A-C, macaque
2: <laughs> Macaac, <Cack>. uh, oh. <laughs> That's <kinda> <laughs> funny. <laughs> Yeah, we can argue about it, you guys. This is oh, yeah, pretty, uh, Carl Entertainment. It's just Carl Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, <himself>. it's Matt <laughs> Carl. Exactly. I just like <laughs> like Andy erase Andy's drawing. What are you drawing, Chris, Phil, in and and uh, you in there? Just draw me. Oh, okay, yeah. I okay.
0: think <laughs> uh, he's talking. He's referring to the title card. Yeah, this yeah.
2: Episode. Right. <laughs> erase <laughs> those guys. Uh, so sorry, I'm not that uh, much of a uh, what's it called. Um, yeah, exactly. One of Co, those aren't
0: things. you? Uh, I heard that you were going to start doing a cooking podcast as well, a celebrity cook competition, <laughs> like a cooking competition podcast.
2: Yeah, bam! Going to throw some uh, spices on yeah, there. He's just going <laughs> to bite other cooking shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I I wrote a bunch of stuff down, like like that I've been wanting to like say. Uh, on other podcasts, but it never came <laughs> up let I mean, not like jokes, but I mean, like, like odds and ends that we are supposed to like, uh, that, I mean, I've, I've gotten like emails and I've gotten stuff, uh, comments that I thought would, uh, we should put into a podcast, but, um, you want to uh, do some yeah. housekeeping, what you want to do some housekeeping. Yeah. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah. 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 So Here's one. Um, So there was a comment on Art as a Spectacle uh, podcast. Um, So Art Art as a Spectacle, um, we were talking about our greatest art experience we've had, right? I mentioned something that wasn't really my greatest art experience. It was just a weird experience that I had. And I said... You're finally coming clean, Carl. Like, uh, no, I... (laughs) It was about the, like like one time in the, like the early nineties, I went to I said I went to Club Babyhead and uh, we saw this girl who like made a giant bird's nest and did a, like a weird act right. and I thought it was like right. so random. So anyway, somebody this so Scott wrote in. I'm not going to use people's last names, so they won't sue us or whatever. Uh, anyway, he goes Scott wrote in and and he said, Hey Carl, are you sure you're not talking about AS two twenty, which was an art space directly upstairs from Babyhead. They did stuff like that all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this guy has a way better memory than me because that's exactly where it was. AS two twenty. It was right above Club Babyhead. And I totally forgot about it because it's an easily forgettable name and Club Babyhead is like like just like macaque. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right.
0: Right, Um, I I think I used to do improv there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you did yeah. Improv Jones. Improv Jones. Oh, sweet. Improv sweet. Jones in Providence. Sweet, yeah. And, so maybe... cl- and what
2: was
0: it? Uh, AS220. Room... 20. Oh, AS220. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. That was right. fun. I think Andy, and Andy and Mom and, and uh, Auntie Lois came and saw it, I think. Sweet. I used to bring all my uh, college buddies there, too. Like. Yeah, Sloan, that's right. Our previous guest, Andrew Sloan, he, he came to a bunch of improv shows. Cool. And didn't you say some of your friends would go without you too? Yeah, I think they would. Yeah.
2: That's and, pretty
0: cool. Uh, one of my friends hired, uh, who's the big guy? Oh, man. Oh, I can't uh, he had an interesting mm. name. Yeah, it? yeah. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name right uh, My second. friend Jeremy, uh, who works at Pixar, uh, uh, hired him to do the voice for his senior film. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, far out. Yeah, it's too bad we can't remember his name. They were really nice. Yeah, uh, the guy who ran that comp group was called. His name was Moro Hantman, mm. and he <laughs> actually knew the dudes that I did improv with in San Francisco. Oh, cool! Yeah, sweet. So, divergent.
2: I guess does anybody else have any any other business?
0: Well, I mean, we could talk about stuff that's going on. Like I have a uh, yeah, I have a book that's coming out in March actually it comes out on my birthday strangely enough and it's uh i do this uh science comic called uh science comics the the digestive system uh tore through your guts and uh uh this writer jason viola who who uh helps uh put together the massachusetts indie comics expo he wrote it and then i drew it it's a science it's like an educational comic all throughout your intestinal system and uh all right system yeah yeah, it took a while to draw, and it kind of got postponed because of COVID. Uh, but it's finally coming out in March. And uh, yeah, if you want to learn about the digestive system uh, in comic form, uh, it's, you can you can pre order it on Amazon. It's if you just look up science comics and the digestive system. Uh, and I think uh, first first second is printing it. Yeah, nice. wow! And it's all it's full color. It's pretty good, yep. actually. Yep. Well, wow, I'm, I'm paging through it now. How many pages, Andy? It's 128 pages, I think, or wow. 124. Yeah. Wow. So, And I, I did all the art and I did the color myself and stuff. Oh, and and it, I, it literally cool. goes from like food being eaten to waste material leaving the body. So nice. It's pretty comprehensive. <laughs> did you draw lots of sphincters? Oh, uh, yeah. There were lots of internal sphincters going on. Yeah. yeah. Did you learn I anything? Uh, I did.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, <see. laughs> I learned that trees get their food through the roots and the bark. Oh. Um, this is the captain speaking. Come in, Earth. Yes, the Museum of Science. Oh, 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 right. Oh, okay, it's an old commercial for Boston's Museum of Science. Uh, oh my God. Oh. Uh, it's fun to find out what your voice really sounds like. Yeah. My, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. My yeah my name is karen oh
2: yeah my name is karen my name is karen so that takes on a whole new meaning now my name is oh, karen. karen yeah yeah. Oh, wow. yeah it's true yeah so yeah. the other thing we found out is uh from a different episode remember uh, the matrix episode yeah that this uh the shed was possessed by a, a demon uh, I, I made a I took a recording uh, I was in here by myself and I, I uh oh dang I recorded um, what's that called Phil what's that called when EVP? you re- EVP EVP I did an EVP yeah um, so so let's uh let me turn on the tape recorder
3: oh she little baby don't say a word mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird and if that mockingbird
2: all right that's a little spooky hey what What do you think Uh, (laughs) yeah Uh, i mean uh i was i didn't hear anything until i played the tape back it was the weirdest thing well yeah that's what happens you're
0: just in a room and you're you're doing an interview and if you play something back and you really turn it up you can hear the voices of the disincorporated spirits uh
2: yeah why were they mocking me so
0: Maybe they just want
1: um, to <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I recorded The Ghost in My House and all it does is wander around and sing the uh it just sings the I feel like chicken tonight song over and over. That's all it does.
2: Oh Burn that tape. Yeah.
0: But doesn't isn't that fast. Like... <laughs> Yeah.
2: And, it and maybe goes... it's subliminal. Chris, do you cook I... chicken a lot?
1: Uh, sometimes, pretty at least once a week. Yeah, it's
2: got to be aluminum.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess he's just ordering.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but
0: the uh, I feel like Chicken Tonight song is like a Happy Birthday to Us, right for ghosts.
1: For yes,
0: they're always singing it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it's, it's hard to good. get out of your head once it's in there. It's a total earworm. Right. You can't get rid of it.
2: Well, I I had I one time I woke up with the most killer. Yeah, worm, and and uh, this so was. This, I think this is when you watched Wrath of
0: Khan, Carl.
2: Really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was that tune, Gloria, uh, and I had. Oh, yeah. And I had never. I hadn't heard it in years, and um, I woke up and it was playing in my head, and I was like, "Holy shit! What the hell?" And um, I think it was like a psychic uh, phenomenon because later, like when. Uh, like, uh, there was, like, a famous video recently of, of like, the Trump playing Gloria <laughs> in a, so, so I'm, like, maybe I, I uh, saw that in, in the Oh, in so the this future. just happened. Oh. No, it happened, like, over the summer. Okay. But oh. then, uh, I was thinking of it, the
1: different Gloria song, and I was, like, that's not that bad to get yours. stuck in your head. Well, the yeah, Doors did. Was it the Hollies originally, or someone? I forget who it I is, but it's yeah, the Doors did version. But it's like I the thought it was G-
2: Van Morrison.
1: G L O R I A, Gloria. Yeah, Van down. Morrison yeah. originally
2: did that one. No, he did
1: the first version. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then the Doors or something like that. Maybe, but no, yeah. it wasn't that. There enough. are
1: loads of covers of
2: it. Yeah, no, it wasn't Gloria that one. No, it was that oh,
1: okay, one, that other one.
2: That's There's the like, one yeah. that
1: I thought of at first.
2: Yeah. That'd be great if that it was that one. Yeah, I'd adore its dream. Anyway, sorry guys, we should talk. Uh, so I'm gonna cut this part out. This is horrible. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, anybody else have any other business? And then, yeah, we'll- Chris, do you have anything you want to promote or anything?
1: Um, yeah, I totally uh, redid my website, so that's Ooh. good. So, it looks lot- good. I- oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm adding a lot more to it like daily at this point um but yeah it's a good framework that i can easily throw new recipes and posts up on it very quickly so yeah it's the first time i've redone it in quite a while so it was in desperate need of it so this is
0: lo- a live oh go ahead
1: yeah livefirecook.com nice oh, Chris.
0: do you still do a lot of photography
1: um not as much i mean i do i do favors for friends and then i photograph basically everything I cook um Uh I I photograph day-to-day stuff but I mean um not professionally no I mean I moved into online stuff after um there were a lot of disasters in the late 90s that happened in (laughs) photography so I I mean things were going okay but I had a client who went um who basically went bankrupt um and I didn't get paid for things and it got really scary because you know When you work on a photo shoot, you could easily drop like, and we're talking like 1990s money. You could drop. Spending tons of dough on film. Well, not just film, tens of thousands of dollars on a stylist, on assistance, on renting a space, um, doing all these different things. So you're sitting there before you've even gotten paid a cent. You're sitting there like you could be $30,000 in the hole, easy. Oh, and then if a client goes bankrupt and you're still sitting on that, you know. Oh. So it was something where I was kind of like, I was at this point where I was like, okay, after I do a day of photography, I kind of throw a website together for someone and they just send me a thousand bucks. Or I end up spending weeks, you know, lining up people to work for me, putting out the money for the film and the processing, getting stylists, And, you know, really spending to spend one day doing photography, it was like five days of work on either side. Um, And also, you know, to make a couple thousand bucks, um, have to be at risk for being on the hook for tens of thousands. So it was just so easy to, you know. Just start, and I enjoyed that too. That's fun too. That was at that point, that was still creating stuff, not you were actually programming, not just implementing solutions.
0: Yeah, no. you were coming up with the concepts.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I remember doing stuff that was early, like information architecture in like 97, 1997, 1998. And there, were, you know, the concept was there, but I mean, I was doing it based on like having done diagrams for dungeons and dragons and yeah the internet internet uh, or sorry the uh, interstate traffic sign system you know things like that i was looking at like you know subway maps using those as guides of ways to figure out how nice. to diagram things out things like that like the london tube and such so hey,
0: whatever happened you were really obsessed with trebuchets
1: Oh yeah, made a few of them. Yeah, yeah. You built you built some trebuchets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Built built a That's few of them.
0: Incredible. Yeah. Where uh, would you build? Where would you build them?
1: Um, I, the biggest one I did was at a friend's farm in Indiana, um, and they had a sawmill, so I just grabbed a bunch of wood and I just went down there with a bunch of like lag bolts and uh, lag screws <laughs> and just like totally yeah put together like a. You know, not including the arm, the base of the thing was about sixteen feet tall, and then the oh arm God. was about twenty feet or so. Um,
0: it's like a jib yeah. or
1: something, sort of. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you have you have the throwing arm, and right. then on one end of it, you have a basket with the weight, and that has to swivel. That's a, that's a huge part of what gives it the strength.
0: The basket has to swivel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It has to, and. This is what makes it very different from a catapult. Then you Ah. also have like a sling that attaches that carries the rock.
0: Right, right.
1: So as the basket drops, it swings around, which kind of gives it an extra kick. And then also the sling extends the throwing arm. So we used um, on that one, I, I used a basswood. They had a basswood log lying around. It was actually a trunk. So it was really nice and it was still green. So it actually bent and had a spring to it, which was really nice. And, but you're, um, just out, you're like out in the middle of the woods somewhere? No, it's a field. It's Indiana. So it's like corn and oh, okay. soy fields. Although this this friend's farm, they have like a few hundred acres of old growth forest. But we were shooting it down a creek. That from, <laughs> we, were, we were shooting it off of a bluff that was about 40 feet high, um, shooting it down a creek. And just um, the, the first time we tested it to see if it would launch, um, a big thing that you have to do is you have to bend the pin that holds the sling so that it releases the sling at just the right angle <laughs> so that when you're throwing it, when the arm goes up, it pulls the sling and swings it around. And if right. it doesn't release it, it just throws it into the ground right in front of the trebuchet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Yeah. And if you, yeah, exactly. And if you, if you bend it down too much, it releases it backwards. Whoa. And then there's a certain point that I could never reach this, ever estimate this point ever again in my life, but I did it on my very first try. You can do it. So that throws it straight up in the air. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we had like a bowling ball sized rock that just went up and we lost view of it. And then it came down between two parked cars.
2: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> like about 10 feet from us. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. That was good. <laughs> nice. Wait, what's the
0: furthest you could throw a thing, like a log or something? How far can you get it to go?
1: Well, it all depends on the weight. Um, but we were throwing kind of like, I, the, ball, the rocks that we were getting out of the creek were about, ranged in size from say like a candle pin bowling ball to a full size bowling ball. Um and the small candle pin sized ones, that was easy that was over a hundred yards. Easy. Um wow. and you could throw them further, but the thing was like when they hit it the impact was really heavy duty. So Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh really? really? Like
0: it would have, it had a huge splatter zone.
1: Yeah, well I mean when they went into the creek it was just like poof. You know, it was very different from, say, just picking up the rock and throwing it off the bluff into the creek, um, which would just make a splash. Um, And they actually embedded into the creek bed, like we walked down there to find some of them. Um, Because there's one that we really liked. It was almost perfectly round. It was really nice, but we couldn't get out of the mud. It it just kind of went way in. So,
0: Carl, did you ever get to see any of his trebuchets? No. (laughs) Still, he still feels like <laughs> how, how easy was it to aim it,
2: Tris?
1: I mean, that you know, distance wise, it was a little tough because all the stones were different weights, so we couldn't really aim distance wise. We were just kind of like, let's see how far this one goes, right. <laughs> you know. Um, but in terms of, I mean, we were keeping at the creek at that point, the water was pretty low, so it was maybe about 20 feet wide. And at about 100 yards, say, it was pretty much dead on in the center of the creek. So, you know, we were hitting it. Um, you know, it, it was flying straight. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe, uh, when I was in high school, there was a classics club, which was kind of like the uh, club for the people taking Latin at uh, at high school. And uh, we built a, a catapult uh, for a catapult contest that didn't shoot very far. So we oh we definitely cool. we did not. Get the technology correct.
1: Oh right. So what did you do? How? What? How? What it was like your? A twisted
0: rope ca- it wasn't like gotcha, a, when gotcha. a catapult. It wasn't like a cantilever one. It was more like a big uh, uh, crossbow kind of. Catapult. Oh, like a
2: ballista. I, yeah, yeah. We built a ballista.
0: I guess yeah, that's, that's yeah,
2: what you yeah. call it. Yeah. So you
0: shot us an arrow, a giant arrow. I don't remember what we shot, uh, but I I didn't even go to the competition. I just know we didn't. It didn't work very well. So we definitely did not place in the competition, right? Do you but think it could it. have taken out Smaug?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, no. I was. I've been talking about this. I guess me and my daughter watched uh, watched one of the the Hobbit movies yeah. the other day, and the last one. And uh, was that Christmas Eve? I, I don't know what day it we was. We watched. Oh, we were watching Lord of the <laughs> Rings. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Uh, i mean i was telling her about the books like like the hobbit is one movie and they made it into three freaking movies you know what? like that yeah that will forever yeah. piss me off and, and actually as soon as you get over all that like when i first saw the movies i was kind of like the second one, I thought with them jumping into a barrel and going down the river, I'm like, they're gonna try to make this into a video game, aren't they? You know, like yeah. it just seemed like they were setting up for like selling stuff, and um, but and also watched, like they
1: needed an action scene,
2: you yeah, know. So I was yeah. like, "Oh
1: God, there's not enough action in the Hobbit,"
2: and we
0: could well, make. There's, it. there's lots of action. It's just all eating food,
2: right? Yeah, like picking mushrooms. Right? <laughs>
0: There are all those action scenes of them walking
2: quietly through the woods, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and hiding. Yeah. And they're hiding too. The hobbits, I mean, that's what hobbits do, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a real story, you know. There are action sequences, and then there are like thoughtful, uh, thoughtful moments of poetry.
2: Right when yeah. Tom Bombadil shows up, and mm-hmm. whatever. They didn't have room for Tom Bombadil. Yeah.
0: I, oh, but that was in. Is that in The Hobbit? That
2: was in no, the, that, that, was in, that was in the
1: Lord of the
0: Rings.
2: Rings. Yeah. But, yeah. When Rings, yeah. When I think about poetry. <laughs> Who's the bear guy? That's Bjorn. Bjorn. Bjorn, yeah. Bjorn. So, so uh, Phil, speaking of the Lord of the Rings, yeah. uh, doesn't Laurel have some uh, gems or something like that or rocks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> that, that is sort of relevant. We <laughs> so Introduce Laurel. <laughs> we uh, don't have uh, a guest this episode. But we have random people walking in and out of the episode. So
0: this is Lorel, Lorel Rathke, and she is a um, crystal fairy. A crystal fairy. Get
2: closer we're to actually,
3: the. We're actually chilling here in in the fairy den with a bunch of a bunch of rocks. Many of them featured in uh, the Lord of Rings.
2: The Did Lord of Rings. The, <laughs> the Lord of the Dance.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you just wrote a book i did what's your book it's about crystals what's it called connecting with crystals
0: and it's a uh, 250 crystals catalogued
2: and described described
3: described very well yes (laughs) give her the
2: microphone and we'll we'll ask her questions okay that'll be better because you know all the the details we don't know any of the details
3: um I just have to say that my book is 272 pages.
2: Nice. Wow. <laughs> All right. Chris, Chris, how big is the how long is the Lord of the Rings?
1: Lord of the Rings, that's like over a thousand that's thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. 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 Oh,
2: the Hobbit. We're comparing it to the Hobbit.
1: Oh, The Hobbit oh, The, yeah. ho- ho- the Hobbit's probably... 4 or 500. No but I have to say, I mean, Andy, what you were saying your book was only like 120. Yeah,
3: 120. Right.
1: But oh,
0: but wow. then right.
3: Right. But then, Mine's 272. Yeah. Yours
0: definitely has more words than mine.
3: It does probably have a lot more words.
1: But, you know, then we have to get into a whole debate about, like, you know, is a picture worth a thousand words? Because then, <laughs> oh, then you know... Well, then, start... then I fail. I, I fail. I,
3: I definitely am not... I don't... I'm not as verbose as Andy is with his art.
0: Well. Wow. I mean, you've got a book though, and it's about. So what? What? What's your? You focus guys could on have your books uh, fight.
3: Oh, that's what I was trying to start. Did I not?
0: A book yeah, you fight. could have.
3: We,
0: <laughs> we can do like a puppet show thing with the, both books and have them uh, Ooh, duel. It's like a pillow like
2: fight, it. but with books, it hurts more. Well, the pillowcase is filled with books. <laughs> so that's that's like that's like in a military movie when the guy screws up and all his buddies like fill a. A Pillowcase up with freaking soap, soap, Soap. and beat them, yeah, exactly. So, that's uh, that's
3: uh, that metal, yeah,
2: jacket, jacket. yeah,
3: no, Andy, that's quite an accomplishment. Uh, uh, I didn't know you had uh, another book coming out. No, I
0: this is my announce, this is the first time I've announced it.
3: Oh, that's awesome, congratulations on your birthday, no doubt. I
0: know, it's
2: weird, but but back to crystals, yeah. Yeah, Laurel, just stay a little bit away from the mic a little bit. Uh, okay. You're yeah, okay yeah, you're coming in hot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, I so. love to
3: come in hot. Is, is, that, is that bad?
0: <laughs> coming in
2: hot. Okay, so
0: let's say my feet are like icicles because <laughs> it's freezing in the art shed. What's the best crystal for that predicament?
3: I'd a go fire. with any, any redstone.
0: Yeah?
3: Any redstone. Why is that? They- Because it warms you up. Red warms you up. Gets you going.
0: All right. Uh, Well, also, you know,
3: it it circulates the blood. Yeah, nice. (laughs) And hematite. Hematite Hematite. circulates the blood. Yeah. Do you have a hematite? Not on me. Hmm. So
2: what's the the history of crystals? Did you get into the history at
3: all? (laughs) I, I did a little bit, yeah. They've been around since the beginning of time
2: fine on, no i mean on like, Earth. <laughs> i mean with humans
3: oh wait what what i
2: mean uh, no started using them do you
3: know oh i think humans started using them as soon as they were old enough to pick up a rock and hold it
0: oh sweet but yeah no you mean, you mean
3: like you mean like lineages like they used them in ancient egypt in samaria in atlantis
2: oh sweet all that
3: yeah yeah yeah, no, touch I touched on that, mean that
2: but that, that makes me sound a lot smarter. My question <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. W- um, would you work on a book with Andy about crystals in the digestive tract?
0: Right, like
3: what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Thank and I could book. work on a, a book about crystals throughout the whole body.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
3: That would be fun. Yeah. They, what, you know, they they're all in our body, like, like we have. You, do you guys know what magnetite is? Yeah. Yeah, magnetite. It's it's uh slightly, it draws things to it. What's that called? Magnetic. It's magnetic. Oh, God. <laughs> it's magnetic. Yeah, that's in our brain.
2: Sweet. That yeah.
3: mineral is in our brain. And appetite, which okay, that's actually the name of a stone. Appetite.
2: <laughs> so what does it that do?
3: Appetite. Well appetite actually can help with your appetite if you if you eat too much it can be very helpful for that it's very good you for your bones it? no you don't have to eat it not not here on this planet at this time oh. we don't have to eat them but you know they're in our body right so appetite's really good for the bones because appetite is actually in our bones
0: nice okay yeah, yeah. what so, a- yeah
3: it's it's like it's like um Walnuts are good for your brain because it looks like the brain, you know, it's all that sort of same application applies with crystals.
2: Yeah, walnuts have, um, yeah, walnut. yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Walnuts. Walnuts have
2: oil <laughs> in, uh, oils in them that uh, that help your brain function.
3: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of yeah.
0: crystals in the digestive system, I was hanging out with my friend the other day and he showed me a picture of an x-ray of his son, his son had eaten a marble, <laughs> And he showed me the X-ray of his son, and there it is—just the little marble just sitting in the kid's stomach. It was amazing. But, but what
3: kind of crystal it was it? What kind a marble. of marble? Made out of marble. Marbles
0: are made out of glass, I think.
3: Oh, it's yeah. a modern marble.
0: I think so. The old
3: marbles were made out of stones, you know. Does that oh, makes no. sense. Yeah, oh, that does make sense. Yeah. Far out, man. <laughs> I think some of them were actually made out of marble. Makes <laughs> sense. Oh but agate jaspers yeah
2: you totally uh made me think of something that happened to me when i was a little kid uh, uh-huh. uh i guess like somebody went records? to canada like a grandfather or something went to canada and he gave us each a canadian penny right so of mm-hmm. course like i look at my canadian penny and i like put it in my mouth and I and i and i'm like just <laughs> biting it with my teeth and then it just kind of like went down my throat and then I got stuck in my throat. Right. But I didn't want anybody to know, you know, when you're a little kid, you're just like, I didn't want anybody to know that I'm like, I have a penny in my throat and I'm like, Ugh. so I just like force it down my throat and, like, and then freaking, I managed to swallow it, I'm like, "Oh God!" Oh. Yeah, so I almost died there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. So, hardcore, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you, you're like, you're like, should I say something or should I just try to swallow the penny? I'm Carl, like, I've heard stories about you eating several different objects you're not supposed to
1: eat. Yeah, yeah. I, so have I. I can remember a few, and yeah. I I, I want to point seen. out that you know, Carl, at the beginning, you just kind of said like, so he gave me a penny. And then you just kind of act like naturally, like, well, of course, I put it in my mouth and I'm walking around <laughs> with it in my mouth. Like, that's the normal thing.
2: Right. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. why I'm so resistant to... Uh, to uh... Eating pennies. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm not a... You're <laughs> no penny eater. <laughs> I'm not a penny eater anymore. Carl, do you remember what record you ate? Which one? Oh, yeah! Which one? a bite of a record. <laughs> no, I know. I don't know which one. Was it the... A Sesame Street record? Oh, I don't know. I was. I thought it was a forty-five. I was uh, okay, I think it was a forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think was so.
1: it? Was it yummy, yummy, yummy? I've got love in my tummy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got record in my tummy, and I, I heard you drank perfume. That was another story. I yes, heard. he did. <laughs> yeah. Give it to nice. Carl. Don't need anything. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right, you I was crazy known. back then, but I'm normal now. Yeah, now so you're fine. just Mad Carl. Yeah, <laughs> it's a regular old normal Mad Carl. <laughs> You mellowed mellowed up crazy to mad. So, Laurel, how do I get the ghosts out of the art shed?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. You must have crystals for that. Uh, Well, normally I place some stones around to sort of secure the space, and then I do energy work. But yeah, um, let's see.
0: Uh-oh. they don't like the sound. Oh, of this <laughs> there is You know,
3: okay, I've got a suggestion. Getting into a UFO. But Carl, aren't these your friends?
2: Yeah, they they love. Do you the... really
3: want to get rid of them?
2: No, no. I mean, look at what's going on so. in the art shed. I can't like, I can't like, like uh, take away any of this creative energy that's going on here. Right. Carl, when you're alone painting in the art shed, do they talk to you and tell it's you what to alone. paint? <laughs> never, no, 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 never alone. Either. No, actually, I put a, a today. I put a, a painting in a local art um, show. It was called uh, um, the philo- you know the philosopher. I showed you guys the ph- the monk philosopher. We've gone over this one. Oh yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> so, and uh, and so that 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 painting is in a, in an art show. So more details will come. Nice. Uh, so. Do you think that there's an, a ghost accompanying the painting at the art show? If everything works out, okay. I'll send one out yeah. with it. Yeah, definitely.
3: <laughs> well, sometimes they're attached <laughs> to the artwork, right? So.
2: Carl, are you a warlock? Yeah. <laughs> Not intentionally.
1: Carl, do, you, uh, okay. do you charge more if there's a ghost attached to a painting?
2: You would think, right? No. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. You'd have to charge a lot more for that. You have to. You it's have to two start. rental fees. <laughs> you have to prove it somehow. So I need a crystal that uh, you can look through and you can see like a ghost with it or something like that, oh. like a, a gem ah. of some mm, Yeah, which,
3: maybe which... Opt- maybe optical calcite or quartz.
2: Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll make glasses out of those things and yeah, I found perfect. a huge piece of quartz the other day. I can yeah. bring it over Carl. Oh, it would be like a monocle. Oh. It would be attached to the painting with a chain and the person could like <laughs> like look through the thing and see the ghost. And
0: the ghost can give you the monocle.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be <laughs> That would be perfect. I think we've invented a new form of art. Right, right. Ghost. I mean, it's obviously a novel waiting to happen. You know, ecto, ecto art. <laughs> so, so Chris's idea of uh, us talking about our jobs, we should. I mean, uh, maybe I'll we say could... that for the
0: next one. No, we'll no, do but that for could... the next
2: one. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, all right, uh, Lorel, you got anything else to to tell us about crystals or anything? How do we? You could... oh, well, wait. Can we talk about how people can find your book? Yeah. Oh, no, at the end. At the end when we okay.
0: all done. Okay. So, uh, Sorry. We're, we're, we're guys, still rolling. Well, we can mention it now and then mention it again. Sure. Fine.
3: It's at booksellers everywhere. Oh, what's
0: it called? <laughs> you can find it on Amazon, right?
3: Yeah, you can get it on Amazon and at booksellers everywhere.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Do they exist no, really,
3: no, literally, actually, that's that's exactly what they told me to tell people. So that's what I've been saying. <laughs> But it's but more it, fun with the accent.
1: Oh yeah, it's on Amazon. Yep.
3: Yeah. I just yeah. Right it. on it. Yeah. If you if you just put in connecting with crystals, Lorel, good luck spelling that, guys. Um, yeah. you should be able to find it.
2: So so I'm
3: number one not new release. Woo-hoo.
2: So <laughs> so people who listen to the podcast, if you're gonna buy the book, go to a hipster, uh, like small bookstore. Yes, store, Yeah. Because yeah. we support small businesses here.
1: Or just go to like normal bookstores and like get really enraged that they don't have it if they don't
2: have right. it. Get, some order.
1: <laughs> get like create a big scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had a friend who would do that for every book they put out, is they would go to all the bookstores they <laughs> buy and just ask for it. it would like, be like, do you have this book? And then be pissed off that they didn't have it. But that's awesome. Yeah. And you
1: call yourself a
2: bookstore.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: And you call yourself a library? You can be at like the library demanding yeah. it. Or just In random way, this people. This library is <laughs> filthy. <laughs> I'll call up Elon Musk and I'll be like, "Do you have Larell's book?" And he'll be like, "No." And you call yourself a Elon,
3: <laughs> spaceman?
2: Yes. Yeah, space- you dare
3: to call
0: yourself Musk? <laughs>
2: We have a, we have a crystal for that, Musk.
3: <laughs> right, right.
2: It's a there's some like a salt you can put uh, uh, you can use as a deodorant. I think like a, like a, yes. You have that in your book?
3: No, well, I do actually. Uh, yeah, it's halite is the name of salt crystals. Huh. So, um, H A L I T E, um, and and you can use salt as a deodorant. And so that if you just get a chunk of Um, natural salt, like Himalayan salt. I'm sure there's some that are a little bit better. You can totally use that as a deodorant. But halide has its own healing properties as well. And so it is in the book, I believe. Oh, did I leave it in or take it out?
0: Lorel? that's not what you told me at all. What did I say? You told me that you get a sandbox and you fill it with salt. Mm -hmm. You get in the shower for five minutes, jump
2: back out and roll in the salt.
3: (laughs) Right, what he said. But
2: (laughs) as as we know, you can also... um, Put turkey and salt and uh, brine it. Yeah.
3: Salt is good for so many things.
2: Yeah, totally.
3: Yeah, no i I did put it in the in the book. It's uh purifying and transformative, and softens our emotions and dispels negativity.
2: Well, I mean, we definitely need some of that here. We get all sorts of negativity.
3: (laughs) Gotta just sprinkle some of that in.
0: What is that called um, when you what you put on dead bodies? It's like lime, lime powder. Lime when you kill somebody. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, what? What? <laughs> well, you have to cover up the. stuff oh, why do you to art show yeah. In the first place. Yeah, yeah, no, that's...
1: lime is like the whole thing. That's like you know during the plague or something. You know right. they, they, when they throw bodies into a grave and then they'd cover it with lime, which is also so. yeah,
3: yeah. Lime is it limestone or no? no it's like powder.
1: It's like yeah. it's a chemical. It's a caustic chemical. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's a it's a base. So you know what's funny is I just finished a book. I audio booked that is uh, funny. Um, no, it's funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but I finished a book about the history of the plague. It was like yeah. one of the great courses. And um, and and then somebody posted, You can get a million dollars if you go into your last book and survive there for one year. And I'm like well, I just re- uh, read a you history it. of the plague, and uh, I'm like, that would be like probably the last place I would want to go. But, but then I I thought about it, and I'm like, you could, you could, uh, like Iceland didn't get the. If you could somehow make it to Iceland, you could bring the plague all the way to Iceland. <laughs> yeah, you would, <laughs> you would change history. Yeah. And and then the other thing that you're talking about burying people in the plague. Um, there's like an Italian word uh, that like sounds like lasagna. It it like an no a Latin huh. word that derives from lasagna and how they buried them was like layers of lasagna that throw the bodies in and put a little bit wow. of dirt and then throw more bodies and then a little bit more dirt. So um That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it was yeah. it was lasagna. I I got to look up the word uh, lasagna uh, like a way to bury bodies during the plague. Like a, will you a write way? that
0: into Google? Yeah,
2: lasagna a way to
0: bury bottle uh, bodies during the play. Yeah, yeah, I, I will right now. You guys talk <laughs> a about way something. Way to get flagged. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm already uh, flagged. Yeah, it's just like Garfield yeah. and in World War Two or something like that. I hate the plague. Is what Garfield yeah. saying? Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> and then he just hides under his blanket for the rest of the. Yeah. Yeah. I was always weird. I never understood why Normal was blue. How come that cat was blue? He's kind of gray.
1: Wasn't he a dog?
0: That's no, Normal. Oh,
1: Normal. Sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah. But Normal was blue, man. He's pretty blue. You think he was gray? I I don't know. Maybe he wasn't gray. Maybe he was blue. <laughs> I should know these things. <laughs> yeah. Cast doubt on my Garfield knowledge. Colonel Phil, whatever you is.
2: <laughs> so, all I get right now in the internet is the local church graveyards were filling up so fast that people were giving a hasty burial in a mass grave like cheese on lasagna. Each layer of body stacked up into the pit was filled <laughs> on the top. T- it sounds like an said. opening to one of the episodes, Kyle. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I don't have the <laughs> well, Latin word for lasagna. It.
0: Like bodies buried like lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to
2: this this episode is going in the fucking trash it's it's awful.
1: oh no this is good
0: people are um, gonna love this
2: podcast. should we wrap this one up <laughs> yeah no yeah. no uh we're we're, at, this up? Wait,
1: oh. we're coming up on an hour we're at like yeah. 50 minutes no, but so. we were
2: talking for like two minutes pre-episode hey, we can so it. we're
1: at 48 minutes <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> now we're at 50 minutes yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why don't we just sit Sounds here and count the seconds <laughs> yeah. um... all right so um we know where laurel's book is right you want to say <laughs> your link again laurel or the name of the book
3: oh um connecting with crystals and uh, if you want to check it out, you can find all the info on it at thefairyden.com. Nice. And it, and it's it's spelled the British way, fairy. So it's a, right. good luck.
0: <laughs> you can also spell it out if you want. Yeah, you can spell oh, it out. All
3: right, f a e r i e d e n, the fairy den.
2: Nice. All right. Yeah, so come visit
3: me. Wait, wait. Come play with know, the crystals.
2: Why? Uh, why do the Brits spell fairy differently?
0: They're probably spelling it
2: the right way. Yeah.
3: Right. That's what I figure. That's They're like you know. the Fae the
2: people or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. The yeah. Come but, play with Fae.
0: But I mean, it's maybe it's from old English or, or yep some, you know, some Irish English ancient derivative or something like that. A, a Druidic language.
1: It's, they have extra E's in England.
0: Yeah, yeah totally. True. They got to use them they somehow. Them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah.
1: That's why they spell like the with an extra E and old. They put an ah, E at the end of old. You're right, they do. Yeah. Well if you didn't put it and in shop, the And shop, so if you old. go like Yeah. If you're in England and you go to the old shoppy, think of all of the extra E's that are in that. Sweet.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Too many E's. Yep.
3: Well, what about Andy's Andy's book is um on Amazon for pre order?
0: Oh yeah, well yeah, you can you can pre-order my book on Amazon. It's called Science Comics: The Digestive System, A Tour Through Your Guts, and it's printed by First Second Books. Uh, It's part of they have a big series of science comics and history comics that are all really interesting, and neat, and uh, for all ages. Um, Yeah, and uh, you can see my other stuff at uh, andyrestanev.com.
2: Andy, how long does it take to digest lasagna?
0: Um, I don't know, like eight hours. I don't, I, I, I pretty much did this book like, oh, like maybe like eight ago. He's trying to actually
2: answer the question.
1: Carl, if you want to know, all you have to do is put a penny into a piece of lasagna, (laughs) eat it, and then just keep an eye on the toilet. That's all you got to do.
2: Or a marble.
0: My friend said a marble was the perfect uh, object to eat. I I think
2: it'd be better if it it was something magnetic, so a ball bearing, so I don't have to fish through it. I just can, like, uh, hold it. Yeah, but don't eat anything
1: magnetic, though, because people die from that.
2: Move it through your digestive system. Uh, What? People die?
1: But yeah, that's tight in it. Well, no, because all of the things okay, <laughs> you'll see all these recalls of of toys that have magnets in them. Because what happens is if a kid eats a small magnet, that's no problem. If they eat a second small magnet after the first uh-huh. one, when they get down into the intestinal right. tract, they right. attach to each other and they cut off the blood flow to the intestines in that little spot where they're oh. Touching oh, each other yeah. and then that rots away and becomes uh-huh. septic, and oh, kids oh. have died from that, from seps- sepsis. Well, well, I was saying
2: eat magnets. I was saying eat a magnetic like piece of steel. Yeah. Magnet. Yeah. Or or just you can put
0: the magnet in a condom.
1: <laughs> no, it's mean? still it's still judge, judge. it's still gonna uh, pinch the intestine and and stop the blood flow.
2: All right. Fair enough. We could. We Could do, we could just eat. You could just consume a radioactive lasagna and then check the uh, the, the radiation levels of your stool. Done, yeah. <laughs> right. uh,
0: yeah I think I, I remember I went to the doctor once and they gave me like a, a lasagna, uh, a, you know, it a It was a fluid that you drink and it made your like esophagus barium. visible to the mm-hmm. barium, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you can yeah. Do some barium,
0: isn't that in the sky?
2: Well, just, it sound, that sounds delicious, a barium lasagna. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that experiment, I could probably just look up how long it takes to digest lasagna somewhere. That like, Google might work a lot better. Andy's comic book obviously isn't useful because it doesn't know. It takes a
0: long time to digest
2: my comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 150 pages it takes to digest.
0: Andy, I heard that you had to read your comic in real time. Is that true? Yes. What? None of that uh, fake time. No. All no. right. Uh, Did you do an
1: audio book for it? Not yet. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's the next episode. You're doing it. You're doing an audio book. Uh, yeah I'll start right now.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's gonna be really hard to digest. Yeah.
2: Can you describe each picture, each drawing? Introduction. <laughs> I've always wanted to be an explorer. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. So Chris is live fire kick we know that. Andy, what are you? Uh, I said I already said it. com. Phil, do you want to
0: promote anything? Uh, you can check out all of my art and my music and my acting at theseardreams.com.
2: And you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> Chris, you, your your yours is very catchy because in the Dave Tree episode, you said, live fire cook, and Tree goes, live fire cook, like, like it's an ear, it, your, your, your uh, handle is like an earworm.
1: Thanks, yeah, well, that's, I put some thought into it. You did? Oh, yeah. I did, yeah, I had like about 20 different names, that's the one I settled on, yep. What was your failed names? Oh, I don't know, I'd have to go find a notebook that has all the failed names. Oh, we
0: can wait. <laughs> yeah, we can wait. <laughs> we can, we can, we can.
2: I'm madcarl.com, madspiral.com. They both lead, lead to the same place because I just keep buying, uh, what's it called, uh, names of websites. Domains. Yeah, do, domains. And Carl Restino on Instagram and on Facebook. So check me out there, you guys. And, and you don't have to stay here, but you can't stay here. So get the hell out of the art shed! It's cold here, you shouldn't stay in here. Yeah. <laughs> you have a polar vortex.
0: Yeah. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Uh, thanks to uh, Phil and Laurel for hanging out with us today. Thanks to everyone who's listening. Thanks to Ed uh, Guild and Anderson and for the Mad Carl Stop. So we like to call them
2: Phil Laurel. Phil Laurel?
0: Phil Laurel? film Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, you should check it out. We also did a uh, uh, I uh, updated the, the title art to include producer Chris. Uh, we'll mention that. Oh, we'll mention that next time. Forget you. Yeah. But yeah, you can check it out. Now producer Chris is growing up something in the title art.